At 46 past seven and Gerald Mwandiambira, acting CEO at the South African Savings Institute, as well as financial writer Maya Fisher-French joins us on the line on Money Talk with MoneyWeb on Radio 2000. Tonight we discuss how to put together a spending plan. Remember to call us on 011-783-8500, tweet us on at MoneyWeb Radio or at Radio 2000 underscore ZA, your emails at radio at moneyweb.co.za. Good evening, Gerald. Good evening and good evening to all the listeners. Good evening to you as well, Maya. Good evening. Gerald, let me start with you. Where does one start in coming up with a spending plan? Another name for a spending plan is just a budget. I think that's the most important or one of the most important tools you have as part of your overall financial planning. Mm -hmm. But I think before you even get to the spending plan, you need to have a plan. And I think most people around their money matters They have money accidents. Every day is haphazard. It's full of surprises. And Mm. if you actually manage your money with a plan overall, overarching everything you're doing, you're able to then come down to having this thing they call a budget, which ultimately controls your spending. Right. Maya, your view here, is there enough education for consumers around utilizing such plans, be it a spending plan or saving or even budgeting? You know, I think people are very aware that they need to budget. Um, it's a little bit, I always compare it to dieting. We all know how to lose weight. We need to eat less and exercise more. So we all know it. Yeah. But we don't do it because it feels like hard work. It feels like something I have to give up. You know, if you go on, if you go out eating, it means you have to get some chocolates. So mm. people, I think it's not so much a lack of education as it is um, a desire not to implement. Because if we know where we're spending our money, we may have to stop it. But I must tell you, I've been working with, with six readers through City Press. Yes. Um, and in the last six months, I, I have been astounded, but astounded at how fast they've managed to pay off debt by simply budgeting. That's amazing. I mean, quick, it starts off, it's this simple. It is starting to write down everything you spend. Mm. Every single one of them. And people always say to me, I don't have money to save. Mm. When you write down your budget, you will, I guarantee you, find money that you did not know you were wasting. That waste of money when you don't write it down, you don't know where your money is going and it's suddenly like, oh, gosh, I didn't know I was spending 700 rand a month on, on takeout. Or um, is that really how much data I've been using? Right. Or that's yeah. the of extra coffees. It, I can guarantee it. And, and that's why budgeting is, you know, people you cannot start a savings plan. You cannot get yourself out of debt. You cannot turn your finances around until you start actually being honest with yourself and writing down where your money's going. Now, Gerald, on Twitter, Weboni asks whether unforeseen circumstances can be factored into the spending plan. How do you do that? Indeed, part of a spending plan should have um, contingencies. And one of the most important contingencies is what they call the emergency fund, which is supposed to be six months income saved for that rainy day. Six months? (laughs) And if you're someone who's a shopaholic, you're supposed to just have a shopping allowance in your budget. It's about spending... High five to the shopping allowance, (laughs) Yes, it's about spending with a plan. And as Maya is saying, the biggest hurdle is willpower. It's not the fact that you can't do it. It's the willpower. It's that first three days going to the gym. And that's really where most people fail because they simply don't have that willpower. But there are many ways you can do it in terms of being able to control your budget and how 
one way of doing that is by automating, mm -hmm. by running direct debits and going through your statement automatically right. because money is not actually in your hands. Or by doing what Maya is doing with her readers, having a debt buddy or someone to just guide you and motivate you. Once you started the habit, you'll be able to continue to keep it going. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing is let's stop treating our money as though it's an accident. You work hard for your money, so you ought to respect it more in terms of knowing where it's coming in and where it's going out. Yeah. On that honesty level, Maya, when one sits down with a book or a buddy, there's always been this notion that people are afraid of speaking to the next person about their money, their spend, or how much they even waste. Are we finding that in South Africa, consumers are warming up to the fact that we are losing money at a fast rate and we cannot afford to do that? I think there is, and I think it's becoming more typical to talk about being tight financially. Um, and I think that is because everyone's realizing that, you know, we're all in the same boat together. And we're starting to see the statistics really, you know, if, let's put it this way, 51% of credit active South Africans are behind on their payments. It means that if you're in a room of five people, six people, three of them are behind on their payments. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think we're, we're starting to get to that. We're able to talk about it a little bit more honestly. And I, I think also what, what I have always found in the past, I mean, gosh, I've been writing on personal finance for I can't remember how many years. And I think it was always this shyness or this reticence to admit that you were struggling financially. Mm. So say, for example, you went out with a group of friends um, for dinner. You may say, listen, guys, I can't afford to, you know, to go to that restaurant or I'm going to have to pick a little bit more carefully. Mm. Um, and I think initially that that was quite a pride thing and people felt that they, they didn't have, you know, if they admitted that they didn't quite have the money, that there was something wrong with them. But I think now people are more and more open about it. Think, this is going to be a tough year. I'm watching my cash. Yes. And it's more acceptable. So I think from that point of view, it has changed. It has to change. Mm. Um, and I'm, I, you know, I defy, I really think out of all your friends, no one is sitting there feeling cash flush right now. Luvuyo from Eden Vale is asking here on email, Gerald. He says the current, or rather currently, the rand is very strained. When do we predict it to recover? Or rather, how can they stretch their buck with the rand doing what it's doing? I think that's, that's the root of everything. Let's go back to the spending plan. Yes. For example, if everyone just looked at their grocery list and this month, instead of buying your favorite brands, buy the store brands, you'll probably be able to save 100 to 200 rand just by doing that. And it's the same mm -hmm. manufacturers who make the normal brands, which you love, with those who make the store brands. And those are the slight adjustments. Another thing is people must realize like things like pay-as-you-go or um, pay-as-you-go cell phone yes. is actually more expensive than a contract line. I mean, initially ah. most people said, no, pay-as-you-go, I control my spending. But the, the truth is everybody loads 30, 60 rand. They're not even watching what they're doing. Mm. And it ends up actually being more. And with a contract now, it's actually cheaper because it gives you unlimited number of minutes because people just don't talk on the phone anymore. Yes. Whereas um, a, a pay-as-you-go can be quite expensive. So it's those slight adjustments, but you can only start doing that when you start recording what you're doing in terms of your money behavior. And once you start doing that, you can start saving those rents. In terms of where the currency is going, I don't know. I yeah. mean, it's, 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 it's anyone's guess. But what we all know is that it's getting tougher for all South Africans. Fuel went up last week and electricity has gone up bread as well. Bread is so going up. Bread is going up. They said bread is going up and, and <laughs> that's lots of pressure on the average consumer and it just means that we all need to start conversing freely about money mm. and the nice thing about it is that information is now freely available. 
you pick up any newspaper there's now personal finance sections pretty much everywhere, everywhere. because money is no longer taboo whereas before you had to look forward to a sunday pay, a saturday paper just to see anything about personal finance whereas now pretty much every day you can accumulate knowledge and that's one of the ways of taking control of your financial affairs mm. lastly maya is there an app or a website we know where we can find you in our paper where can one go to get help on their spending plan yeah well, i mean obviously i've got my website my on money um and on all the rest but there's also actually we i'm busy working with at the moment uh 227.com right um, and i'm actually going to be blogging on it soon so so you can follow that there but i have been quite amazed um i you know they came out about three years ago and that's a real sort of uh, financial smart money app um, that captures your budget and things like that and i remember three years ago when i first tested it out it was quite cumbersome to use and it was a bit of a schlep and it took me like forever mm-hmm. um to get linked up and I've just re, you know, sort of restarted it again and I've been amazed at, at, at how quick and, and easy it is actually to look at my budget and I've started now categorizing and what I found interesting so this is a, an app that pulls in all your bank spending so right. on your credit card your bank accounts um, and it, it, it uses artificial intelligence to see where um, you know it'll say well we'll still assume it's food for example mm. but what I found is that you know in the beginning there's quite a few uncategorized items that it's not sure exactly where to put it but the main thing is I'm not sure where to put it because I don't remember spending that money. Ah. And I think that is so key. So when I went through it, I thought, well, look how much unconscious spending I'm doing. I've spent yes. this money. I don't even know where I've spent it, which means that is how irrelevant it is. Um, and that is, I think that was quite an awareness for me as well. But if I can't remember where I spent that 200 rand, was it actually worth spending? So I would certainly say something like 27.com if you're wanting to, to get, a, get a budgeting app. Um, otherwise, I also am a big believer in just writing down everything you're spending. It takes about three months to do a proper budget. And mm-hmm. the reason I say that is, is those variable expenses. You know, sometimes there's going to be something coming in. And so it takes you about three months before you really know what your, your month-to-month spending is. Thank you so much for your time this evening. That was financial writer Maya Fisher-French and Gerald Mwandiambira, acting CEO at the Savings Institute for Financial, or rather Savings Institute of South Africa. This is our personal finance focus here on Money Talk with MoneyWeb on Radio 2000.